All right, looks like we're on the internet. Numbers look good. Everything looks stable. How are we doing out there, internet? Can you hear me? Can you see me? Okay. Oh, there's the overlay. Why does the overlay take forever to load every time? I swear. Anyways, how's everyone doing tonight? Uh, it's Saturday night. Another night for challenge accepted. Uh, we're going to see what our wonderful uh, adventurers get into next. Uh, before we do that, got a couple of quick announcements to make. Uh, first off, uh, thank you to Sirenscape for the background music and soundboards that we'll be using. Uh, this is a custom set I've been compiling together for this adventure. So, but they have plenty of other sound groups, sounds for tabletop games, sci-fi, D&D, all kinds of things. Go check out Sirenscape.com to take a look. Uh, we also should be having our D&D Beyond, uh... Overlay, good to go. That uh, allows you to track what's going on. Keep an eye on that. D&D Beyond, great place to manage your characters. So go from there. I uh, want to point out, uh, we're still doing our Extra Life. Uh, raising money for Extra Life. Raising money for the kids. The kids and whatnot. Especially now we're in this, all this COVID pandemic stuff. Uh, we've got a little bar up here. We're almost to our next goal. We're at 1750. Thank you, Shadow Mains, for hosting us. That is awesome, sir. Um, hope your game went pretty well. Oh yeah, welcome Raiders. Uh, so we're doing chat. We're doing the uh, extra life, trying to hit 1750. If we hit that goal, then each member of the party will get Bardic Inspiration equivalent to level 15, which is a D12, where it caps out. Uh, also, uh, donating with extra life, I included a couple incentives. So let me explain how that works before we get too far into this. If you make a $15 donation, then you will give you will give the party advantage on their next dice roll. If you do a $25 donation, then the party will receive a D6 inspiration die. If you donate $100 to Extra Life through our, through our little link, then what will happen is the party will get 1D4 plus 1 healing potion. So let's keep raising money for the kids and helping the potty. And of course, they got the HP bar, which we'll see in a minute. That's to help the DM. And we all saw what kind of fun happiness is going to go on. So uh, every time we drop that bar, we'll do a random encounter until we get to the higher levels. And then we'll make more difficult things happen. Uh, also, check out on Tuesdays, we have Scuba and the Rye. Uh, it's the weekly podcast where Rye Guy and I talk about all things geek and game, D&D, movies, all kinds of stuff. Uh, last night we watched New Mutants, so we're going to have a little bit of a discussion on that. Well, it's that wonderful experience of going to a movie theater in post-COVID. All right, and certainly last but not least, thank you to all of you in the community, everyone who has followed, everyone who has subscribed, everyone who comes back and checks us out every week on every stream, and he also goes and checks out our our media through YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all of that stuff. You guys are awesome and amazing, and without you, we couldn't keep doing this because this does take resources, and you guys are supporting to help us grow. So I have to take a moment to say you guys are all awesome human beings, wonderfully grateful, wonderfully humbled, and with that, let's get into it. And here we go, here we go, here we go. Alrighty, so where we left off last week, first, 
is uh, everyone was kind of uh, introduced to each other and uh, pretty much kind of uh, collected by a a gentleman uh, named Pennyworth who happened to be traveling around in a very unique house uh, had collected you guys together to put you on a task to free an item that is both very dangerous and very powerful and very rare. In fact, it only comes up, it only uh, shows up every uh, 13 years or so. So this is, there's a finite window to which to retrieve the item. It's in the land of Zeresh. Uh, But unfortunately, travel to Zeresh, or specifically where in Zeresh you guys need to go, has kind of been lost to the annals of time. Things aren't exactly uh, clear on how to get there. As such, Pennyworth has decided to bring you guys to the one region that is closest in proximity and offers a path to Zeresh, and that is the land of Barovia, ordered over by a certain Strahd von Zorvich. I think, yeah. So, once arriving in Barovia, uh, the party has encountered a pair, a group of wolves led by a pair of dire wolves. And after uh, a back and forth, the party was successful in defeating the two dire wolves, therefore chasing away the remainder of the wolves, because they clearly wanted no part of this party. You guys have managed to come into the village of Barovia and come to the Blood on the Vine Blood on the, Blood on the Vine Tavern, where you bartered the wolf fought the dire wolves and one of the pelts from one of the dire wolves with with the tavern uh bartender to sit there and allow allow that for some drinks and some some rest obviously food is a little hard to come by but hey you just brought two giant meals for them to cook up so while you guys have been waiting and resting uh you guys uh not have been a long rest it's been a short rest but due to the benefit of the uh, su- the chatters and the support, you guys all should be back up to full hit points as you rest and take take part in some some wine or water, whatever you prefer, and some uh, wolf steaks that you can smell being cooked, and you receive that. Uh, you have character, you have your pelt. It's a uh, the little a little ripe right now. It still needs to be tanned and all that, but that's going to take a lot more time than you currently have. And with that, you guys are kind of hanging out the blood on the vine. Uh, unfortunately, there are no rooms to stay. There's no lodgings in the in the town of Bar- in the village of Barovia. You're gonna have to go somewhere else to get lodgings. Um, Arik tells uh, you that you'll probably find lodgings in Vlaki, which is around ten miles or so down the Slavic road to the northeast, northwest. Uh, other than that, uh, you guys are in the tavern. There are a few patrons in the tavern, as you can tell. Some some look pretty drab and and and, and drab clothing or whatever, and they they don't seem very happy, even though they're in a tavern. And then there are a group, there are a few individuals who seem a little more colorful uh, in a corner, and they're kind of having a kind of kind of talking in hushed tones. And every so often, there's a joke and a comment, but their spirits are are noticeably different than the rest of the of the patrons inside the inside the blood on the vine tavern that stage is yours where did you want to go first 
or what do you, would you guys like to do first? I think it'd be good for us to see uh, what these people might know, um, find out what's been going on here locally in, in Barovia, um, to see if that might be able to give us some information about how to how to go forward before we leave to find lodging. Um, I think we should take advantage of the time we have here in Barovia. I agree. I will stand behind. I'm somewhat intimidating and not very good at dealing with people. Well, I'm gonna go up to the bar and get another round. And while I'm up there, I'm going to have a uh, conversation with the barkeep. Just simply ask him if there has been anything odd going on, anything out of the ordinary, as far as animals, people, weather, anything. Just not quite right. Well, this is Barovia. There are a lot of things that aren't quite right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's extremely not right. All right. Um, Eric, who's a kind of a pudgy short man, uh, stands there and he's kind of wiping down a glass and, and, and pours you and gets you another wine and says, well, I don't know about as far as really odd you were saying, but um, several, oh, several days ago, I think, uh, we had a house fire in town. Uh, this ha a house on the uh, on the far end of town burned down again. Um, every 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 so often it seems to catch fire and burn down, and then for some strange reason it rebuilds itself after some period of time. But this recent one, that was it was pretty intense there was a it was a good it was a it was a big house fire it, it just burned all the way down to the ground um hasn't quite started re recreating itself yet but i'm sure it will um uh so that's the first that's the one story um anything in particular else you're trying to figure out well how often does this house burn down and rebuild itself and does it it rebuild itself or is like the people that live there rebuild it I, no one lives there per se okay. but it does rebuild itself <laughs> and it seems every so often when uh new when people come to town and they go and investigate the house and then the house ends up catching on fire and burning to the ground well that sounds cursed to me. Welcome to Barovia. <laughs> Normal. A house that rebuilt itself and a house that walking. Well, it's my first time to hear that. This is not like Theros. <laughs> I don't like it. I'd, um, I'd like to see if, um, if I can perceive anything specific out of the ordinary that would set the people that were more colorful apart from the rest of the crew all right go ahead and give me a perception check okay that is a 16. um you look over and judging from their attire and your knowledge of the area that this is a group of the vistani who happen to be hanging out here in the tavern tonight um 
and they they they're kind of jovial, but then they're uh, every so often they turn serious, and then um, kind of speak a little little hushed. But as you, given that you're there, I'm gonna get you get a little bit of advantage on this. Um, there are talking about uh, some of the strange things that have happened and recently. One of their elders has gone missing, and they're not quite sure what's going on. But other than that, they've been talking about these festivals and things they've been having, and that you know, recent and it's just right now their biggest their biggest concern is the uh, missing elder and some of the some some of the some of the camps are a little just concerned for this. But that's about all you can get before they realize you're listening in and decide to hush up. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, I relay that information to the group. Um, so, you know, kind of getting an understanding here of, of the greater, you know, the story and, and what we learned from uh, last week. Um, you know, we're looking for somebody that is old enough or that's been around long enough to provide some information concerning Zeresh. And it seems to me that uh, that the Vistani would be the people that I would speak to. Okay. Um, so I, I speak to uh, the the group around the table. I think, you know, characters, you're still over by the, the tavern, but I imagine you could hear um, but uh, suggest that we go and, and introduce ourselves. I don't expect that they'll be very receptive, uh, but I'd like to approach uh, one of the, the members around the table and see if we can acquire some information about it. And, and as soon as he would say anything about Vistani, I'd want to join him. Okay. I have no idea what the Vistani are, but if they're getting up, I'll, I'll stand up and join them as well. <clears throat> okay. So you go over, and this is a fairly, uh, fairly kind of for t Titus for what you know of Vistani. They, I mean, they they have that they have the uh, have pretty uh, pretty well worn well worn travel clothes. The colors are much brighter than uh, traditional than the people in the villagers in Barovia. Um, jewelry, they're very plain, but they're very plain and functional uh, as well. So they kind of, they see the three of you approach. And they kind of stop with their conversation and, and are looking at you. There's about four of them at the table. Uh, two okay. men and two men and two women. Uh, one of them is a one of them is an orc. Other one, orf, and then uh, the other two are. Here. Okay. Um, do I get the sense that they're intimidated or more curious? Go ahead and roll an insight check. Oh boy! All right. I'm just gonna literally talk to him. <laughs> uh, eleven. Eleven. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're a little, little curious. Um, given given what you've done in and around, um, your you lived uh you your character grew up uh closer to which town? The village uh, or it's just a village out out in the the woods. Okay, so you you probably been. You have the attire of someone who's been in Barovia, the look, the look at her, so they're kind of there, but the tabaxi and the minotaur, on the other hand, <laughs> kind of give them pause. It's like you could, 
they're not quite sh it, it, you don't get a sense are they intimidated or curious uh but it's definitely definitely not something that they've seen before so there's a definite uh there's a there's a slight look of surprise um, I, I, uh, go and introduce myself, you know, I'm, I'm Titus, um, uh, I grew up in the village not too far from here, and I'm leading my companions, uh, to, uh, a place called, uh, Zeresh, but I, I don't seem to understand the way. Have you ever heard of the place? Um, they kind of, they look to each other. Uh, the human in the group is def uh, definitely middle, uh, middle-aged. Uh, middle-aged um, the and the, the other the other human is is younger uh, but they have similar facial features so it could be some type of relation uh, the dwarf and the orc are kind of looking at each other the dwarf sits there and strokes strokes her beard and um, go ahead and give me a persuasion Eight. <laughs> I have heard of the Vistani before. Okay. That's what, what I'm saying. Then. All right. They they, they, they kind of shift. Wait. They shift to look at you and are a little curious. Um, the dwarf seems to have a glimmer of recognition that you're a uh, Tabaxi. Um, but, but still is that like one of those, like you've heard of them, but you've never actually seen one. And definitely the, definitely the reaction to the Minotaur. There's a, as far as don't see them very much. So he's not doing it. He's just standing back. He's kind of caught his guard. <laughs> you can see the, the breath like coming out of his nose. Oh boy. I can see a constitution check on their side. <laughs> what? I was just switching. I'm enjoying watching them. <laughs> so you heard of Vistani. So you heard what? of Vistani. What have you heard? That my sister actually ran off to join the Vistani. That's about all I know, though. Ah. Uh, I don't think any of the clans here have ever seen a, a one of your kind in their ranks. <laughs> But then again, Vistani are not wholly indigenous to Barovia. We, our clans are everywhere. That are true. She may not have gotten this far. I'm not sure. Possible. But hopefully, you've heard good things about us. All I know is that most of them live here, and this is not a good place. But we are guests. As long as as I've long as we have the word Vistani before. The uh, orc kind of looks up at you. This is and and what is your name, friend? I'm Tavros the other. <laughs> Just okay. that. Carriger is at the bar, giggling a little bit to herself into the wine. <laughs> Tavros. Oh, okay. I just... Not say I've seen your kind before. At least My not, kind is not, not in. A... That's not your kind, at least in civilized society. 
We are very civilized where we come from. Some of us, anyways. <laughs> All right. I am of a nice kind. I promise you, I mean you no harm. He lets me touch his horns. <sighs> I didn't let her. <laughs> they all kind of just look at each other. Like, <laughs> okay, well, uh, okay, it's kind of that. It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of that awkward silence. Like, uh, what to talk about next? <laughs> I'm just so going about to this uh, Zeresh. Zeresh. Uh, what do you know? You want to try another persuasion? Is, anyone, do, is anyone going yes. to assist? I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like stand up and... This is more of an intimidation on you. <laughs> it would be, but you know what? For the sake of this, I'll give you advantage on that So for the oh, assist. Okay. So Thank roll you. twice, take the higher of the two. Let's see what happens. 11. It is the higher of the two. <laughs> I can right. make a check if you want. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, the uh, the human the human is sitting there. The the, the, the elder human is sitting there, and, and he, you can see he's, say, he's he's mouthing the word and he's thinking about it. This said that uh, he he sits there and he goes long ago. There've been stories of that place. They, but it's supposedly another of the lands near that near here. However, no one's been there in a long time. Even we Vistani haven't been able to travel there. And we travel the we travel the we travel the plains quite frequently. There might be someone. Maybe he looks to the others as, as they all they 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 all kind of exchange in a look with each other, and all trying to think through it. Trying to figure out who, who, it's almost like they're trying to remember somebody, but they have, but it, it hasn't quite clicked who they're, who they're trying to remember. The, the planes you say, in what direction would I go from here? See, that's, that's the tricky part. You've, you've lived here, you know, the mists, the mists are always the mists surround and keep everyone here. You, there's no way to tell a direction when you walk into the mist because they'll turn you around unless you have permission to pass through. And it, in that case, one direction is as good as another when, leave, when leaving through the mist. Would there be anyone that knows more about this that we could question and ask to get more information? Uh, go ahead and you try a roll persuasion check there, Pearl. And since Tavros is there being such a <laughs> gentleman and a scholar, uh, <laughs> I'll let you have advantage on the roll, too. I'm 11! <laughs> oh, goodness. 
it takes a little bit longer um, having the conversation <laughs> till finally the dwarf uh, she sits there and um, she's thinking about it it's like maybe Thurvin can help and then uh, a couple of them look at each other Thurvin and well, so where where I'm at across the bar, can I kind of hear what's going on? Uh, yeah. I bit. mean, it's a, it's a fairly small tavern. It's not like okay. it's not like it's you know, one. It's not like you know, you're on one side and they're on another, and then there's all these people. It's it's actually been fairly quiet throughout okay. this whole exchange because, I mean, as someone would say, a tabaxi, a minotaur, a tiefling, and a human walk into a bar. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I'm going to ask the barkeep what they were drinking and take whatever they were drinking over to the table and join the rest Clever. of my party. Um, so I'll... The bartender uh, nods and, and uh, pulls together uh, uh, four waters. Um, and, and he tells <laughs> you, it's like, Vistani don't drink much. Okay. So, but they at least keep things interesting. And hand and hands you the glass and sets the glasses out so you can carry them over. Okay. And by the way, so, uh, I'll take them over and set them down for him. Okay. Join the group. All right, Eula. While you guys are doing this, uh, Ilvia just sitting in the bar and orders different kind of drinks and meals and try them each one. Uh, <laughs> the menu and the drink selection is very limited. It's uh, a <laughs> mainly wine, but uh, having a conversation with uh, Eric. Uh, he tells you that there's a winery, um, little somewhere that they get shipments from every so often, but it's not the, he doesn't get, he can't, there's not a whole lot of people who come and come through. So some of the vintages are a little vintage. Yeah. A little vintage yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and some of them are an acquired taste, but you know, they, they don't have a whole lot to work with, but I mean, it's passable. It's not the worst wine you've ever had. But well, it's, it does uh, it does its job if you drink enough of it. <laughs> it's the first time uh, she uh, tried this kind of new things, so <laughs> that's it's fair. Really so yeah, that and of course there's the wolf there's the wolf meat that gets cooked up, and you guys get to, you guys have been able to partake in some of that. So you know spirits are somewhat good that there's something new on the menu. Uh, but Kerriger, you carry over the drinks to the table, and at this point, you've heard the name Thurvin, and the the and the Vistani at the table are kind of mulling it over as they're kind of trying to weigh what they know of this individual and whether or not this this individual. So um, I guess I would then ask him, knowing, like, hearing the name, do you know where this Thurvin is? Um, as far as where they reside. Since you brought over the drinks, you take your persuasion. With you. See who can who 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 can dial this in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what it is. I All right. That was the high one. <laughs> um, 
they 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 sit there and and while they appreciate the they appreciate the drinks and and whatnot they and they really they seen you guys' interest in this and they kind of think about it finally the uh younger human pipes up and says isn't isn't thurvin normally in Valaki? isn't that where he's been spending most of his time the other the other the orc kind of nods and so yeah, it's been it's been months since he's been by trading yeah most likely he's probably in Valaki. I'll pipe up and say, uh, <clears throat> uh, where in Velaki would we find this man? Uh, at that point, Eric calls from behind. He's like, if you're trying to find someone in Velaki, I would, I would say your first uh, place to go would be the Blue Water Inn. An inn. Yes. Excellent. Thank you. And you get some directions. It's basically, it's follow the Slavic uh, road around, and it's about 10 miles to the northeast. If you just follow the road, you'd be able to you'd arrive in the city, in the uh, town of Alaki. Is there anything we should watch out for on the road? Every dangers <laughs> that you know of? Any specific I, dangers? I would say this. The smart, the smart, and smarter ones stick to the road and don't venture into the wood or the mist, and don't, um, don't linger too long, especially in the shadow of the castle. What it's a castle. Of... You can't miss it. What time of day is it? Uh, this is about. Well, uh, Barovia is fairly dark and dreary dark most of the time but mm -hmm. given the kind of the the level of energy people are, have it's probably mid-afternoon uh when you guys were mid-afternoon to late afternoon when you arrived and have had this conversation so if you do proceed along the road it will be, it'll be, e it'll be evening well it's always dark but it's more of the nighttime as you travel along the road and realizing that there are no rooms to rent here in the village so if you want a place to stay, you're either going to camp along the road or try to make it to Velaki and then to the Blue Water Inn to try and find something to rest. Is there a stable that we could maybe bunk down in or a hayloft, anything? No. And they, they, there's talk, there's talk of the, there's talk there. I mean, you can try in an open area along the road and just kind of take your fortune. How far did he say Velaki was? About 10, 10 miles. miles. How long, like, how, how long would that roughly take us to get there, you think? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know distance very well, so. It would take you, it, it, it would take you a few hours to walk there. Okay, that's not too terrible. About oh, 15 no. kilometers. That's not too, oh, okay, all right, all right, all right, that's actually better. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's great. That actually helps a lot. Um, <laughs> Yeah, all, all of us Yankees, okay. all of us Yankees who speak in Imperial. We're south of the border. Give the, give the Canadian a bone. Come on. Metric system. <laughs> Those of us in Imperial. Er, gar. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Ilvia's yeah. Wi-Fi just died for a second. Are you back? Are you good? No, everybody's okay. back. There was oh, just okay. a quick shuffle, which... Uh, which I will try to resolve. I didn't do it this time. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> the internet's the internet. I mean. 
So, yeah, so I, okay, I will, um, I'll take this opportunity to, to thank the, the Velaki or the Vistani, uh, people there in the tavern. And then, uh, turning to the group, I'll say that we should go ahead and, and get on the road, uh, to get there before it gets too late. Yeah, I'll agree. Yeah, if we're going, let's go. <laughs> Already? I'm not heading towards the door. Double time. Oh, <laughs> still, uh, still a danger. <laughs> <laughs> it will be like, no, I need a doggy bag to the dog. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then she attacks the barkeeper and follow the party. Yeah, we, we don't want to, to let you stay here too much longer to get, uh, you know, a little uh, Eat too unsteady. much, get too tired. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to be carrying anybody. Yeah. All right. So, Titus, you know where, you know the direction to go? Yes. And yes. you have, you're going to take the lead? Yes, I will take the lead. All righty. So as you guys uh, exit the tavern and get on the road, uh, toward the along the Slavic road uh, as you guys uh, travel uh, you do Titus you kind of play the the role of the tour guide in this as you're kind of walking down the road and advising not to you know venture too far in eventually <laughs> though you do you get to a point where you do see the castle in the distance as you're traveling along the road on your left, uh, off to your right, you see the mount the mountain that leads to the castle Ravenloft. Kind of point that out to where everybody can see. It's a huge castle. Even though you are several miles away from it, it definitely atta- attracts your attention as far as a point of in a point in the in the in the background. Even with it being fairly close to nighttime and as you're traveling, it does start to rain. Okay. In the middle of the road, uh, I will uh, ask Tavros, Tavros, could you do me a favor? Please, please uh, up? bend down a bit so I can reach your home. Please trust me on this. Just a bit. <laughs> All right. Ilvia will touch the horn and cast light on it. Oh, impressive! <laughs> impressive. Is it, is it both of them, That's or just amazing. one of them is glowing? Just one of them. It's just the one. Just the one. Yeah. <laughs> like you got a headlight out. I love it. <laughs> no slug bugs. Isn't that very nice? <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, so tab. Ta- ta- uh, which one was it? The left one or the right one? Well. The right one. <laughs> okay, so so now the so now so now the right horn is kind of glowing, the left one's kind of dull, but it's enough to provide a, a it's enough to provide a little bit of light around you, as you uh, continue to travel, and now you're starting to feel the rain and whatnot. Um, and at, at this, I mean, while we're traveling, I I have my my great sword just kind of draped over my shoulder. So I, I have it ready. I'm looking along the, the sides of the road and, and up into the trees as we're walking and, and trying to keep a pretty uh, steady pace, not to uh, linger very long while we're close to uh, the castle. Yes, you definitely don't want to be doing it. Uh, 
Yeah, if I notice the castle, I'm going to kind of pull up, pull up my battle axe and just kind of hold it. Well, with one hand, because I'm going to throw my shield in the other hand. So, and just, yeah. like, walk along I mean, at, 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 towards with the front of the party. I mean, at this distance, whatever whatever light is in the castle is just, like, pinpricks, like, looking at stars. But it's the fact that you can see the shadow, the outline of the castle against the back, against the horizon. You see it's a very massive, massive-looking uh, structure. And Titus, of course, <laughs> is definitely leery uh, because this is, uh, this is where Strahd uh, makes his residence. And people of Barovia don't particularly like uh, like Strahd or don't and definitely try to stay out of the castle's line of sight. True. Um, yeah, and as I say, like I say, as I see him kind of get prepared, I'll, I'll like get nervous. So I'll kind of ready myself as well, I'm just in case. Upset about the rain. I'm like, and I wanted to start calling out, Tilly, Tilly, where are you? I need you right now. <laughs> um, over up in the sky around me. Give me perception checks. All of us? Yes. Okay. Oh, seven. Not a good night. Was it there something about D&D Beyond taking on Aubrey? Because I think that's happening. <laughs> I've got a, a six 11. perception. I heard a 23 from uh, Eula. Yuvia. Yuvia. Um, Titus, what was that again? Uh, six. Uh, Taros? Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Pearl, what'd you get again? Fifteen. Fifteen? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, so as you're, Pearl, as you're calling out, you, every so often you hear an echo from different directions of someone, of, of, of what sounds like your voice. From some of some of the trees, and I, I, you're not quite sure what or where it's coming from, but as you call it out every so often, you hear it again in your voice. Uh, Yuvia, as you're uh, looking about, uh, you notice uh, there uh, on the side of the road, it looks like there's a body of some type. My reindeer is out at this point. It, it doesn't well, no, matter. I don't know this. I don't know this. Yep. But I'm like at the ready already. Can I react to hit to her reaction? Uh, what is? Before I get to that, Yulia, since you're talking, what is it you're what is it you're seeing? Because you see this you see this body along the side of the road as yeah. you go, it doesn't appear to be moving. Yeah, I will uh, raise my hand and make your party halt there and points out the body. Now I pull my rapier out. <laughs> Should we check that? Can I do a history check to see if I've known of any traps like this being set? I think I feel like it's a trap uh, being set on the the roadway. Um, you know, if if he's pointing out this body, I'm not I'm not likely to approach it without some right. reflection. Go ahead and roll a history. Go ahead. Go and roll that history. I'm literally completely distracted looking for my owl. Uh, ten. Um, traps like this aren't common. Mm -hmm. If it is a trap, but it's uh, seeing a random 
body along the road is in, in and of itself entirely unusual for Barovia. Can I do an investigation check? Or can? Uh, can I do that? What are you investigating? Well, the uh, anything around the body, maybe? Not like touching it, but like just kind of checking out the area around. Not too close, but like what you can in the failing lights of... <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, the body is not is the body is uh, that of some type of some humanoid. As you get closer and take a look, it looks like it's probably an elf. Uh, that it was an elf, but it appears to be dead. And there's a small there. There's a couple of gashes, and what appear to be bite marks on the body not too dissimilar to some of the ones some of you were sporting from your recent encounter with direwolves and oh. you do hear some howling in the distance can i check his body real quick to see what's on it okay. check his pockets All right. i'm a rogue i'm gonna rifle through anything i can get my hands on come on that's fair that's fair uh, you're kind of you see a short you see a a scimitar and uh, a bow and a quiver with about ten arrows in it. Is the bow nicer than mine? Mm. <laughs> Yours is a this is a long bow. What are you carrying? I have a short bow. So it's a little bit different range, but it's not terrible. And you find about. 10 silver and 15 copper in his uh, pockets. I throw the bow across my shoulder with my other one, grab the scimitar, and just go, he's dead. We should keep moving. <laughs> Looking at the wounds. Uh, I'm still looking for my owl, but I still walk. I'm not paying attention to them. I have no clue following me. Pearl's so. just like down the road. <laughs> That's yeah, fair. Also, uh, approach the body and see. Looking at the wound, does she recognize what kind of creature that make this kind of wound? Go ahead and give me a survival check. Survival check. All right. I almost Wait. cut its head off because it's like it just kind of turned into a vampire. <laughs> it's a fire. Which which direction did the wolves come from? Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, no. Uh, I'll, I'll answer your question in just a moment. Let me hear uh, you give you as. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yep. Five for a yep. check. Say again on this. How much was it? Five. Five. Uh, it was an, an animal, canine, but uh, looking at, thinking about what you guys just encountered a couple of, a few hours ago, and some of the, and the wounds that are still kind of fresh, even though they are healed due to the magical properties of healing potions, uh, on Tarvos's arm. Uh, it looks they lo it looks similar, but not quite as large as, as far as the bite mark. So uh, it's definitely so that's the best you can get. Um, Tarvos, uh, go ahead and give me a survival check as you look around the body. You try to look for any traps. Well, I, I wasn't I wasn't doing that. No, I, I actually wasn't doing that. Um, How you wanting to I, do? I wanted to see which direction the wolves are coming from. Uh, as far as the sound, like which which direction do I hear the wolves howling? Ah, yeah, okay, yeah. Which, okay. Like, can okay. I tell which direction it's coming from? Because um, I'm pretty pissed off at wolves. So. 
<laughs> That's fair. Uh, go ahead and give me um, give me an investigation. Quick investigation check, so that way you kind of help determine that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, in 18. 18. All right. Um, you can tell from the sound they're a few miles out and coming from the west. Southwest. Are they, are they off the path? Or on yes, path. Like, like if, I, if I follow the path, will I eventually get to them? No. Does you'd it sound actually like, have, or do I have to leave? Ha- the path you, to you, from from your direction, <laughs> if you're from your direction, looking toward the direction you were going, and from what you hear mm-hmm. and can tell, you would have to turn, mm-hmm. essentially walking uh, the opposite direction. Like you came from the southeast, okay. <clears throat> these these sounds are more to the southwest. So you'd have to turn like 180 we degrees came from yeah, Barovia is southeast came from the southeast. That's yeah. where you got you guys were walking up the path around the around from the southeast. The wolves are to the, the sound of the wolves is to the southwest. The orientation of the body looks like he was walking northeast in the same direction that you guys are going. You just happen to come across him as he's lying there dead on the side of the road. Let's go. So the wolves are behind us. Yes, yes. behind you. Okay, I was several miles sure away. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. All right, then that's fine. If they're several that's miles right. away, that's fine. I won't bother with it. Let's go. <coughs> yeah, we'll uh, warn the party. This is first wolf, and we should get out of here as fast as possible. Yeah, yeah, I will. Right. So. so, Pearl, she heard. She is looking echoes. for. She hear. She was hearing echoes. Um, you're kind of familiar with this because there are there are the ravens that inhabit the the land knowing that they are sometimes the eyes and ears of fraud mm-hmm. and they do tend to mimic the sa- mimic sounds pretty mm-hmm. convincingly mimicking mm-hmm. sounds mm-hmm. so you hear she she hears you got you hear this she hears it you guys obviously hear it but she's also as you guys are all kind of looking at the body she just seemed to continue on so at this point she's about 100 feet down the path from you guys I'm bad. I'm just kind of meandering. Just, you know, I'm not trying to get that far away uh, yeah. so about 100 about 100 feet's not terrible okay just yeah <laughs> I, I mean, i'm gonna call out to to pearl and tell her to hold on we're we're on our way you know don't get too far away from us all right oh. why aren't you following me well, we seem to have stumbled upon a body. Oh, well, then we might want to keep going so we don't end up like them. That's our plan now. <laughs> oh, I'm already over there. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. That's awesome. All right. Uh, as you guys continue to travel, uh, you do come across uh, a very interesting sight. Um... Go ahead and give me fresh perception. Kind of, what kind of an interesting sight. <laughs> Let's find out what you see. 16 oh. for me. All right. Oh, natural 20. Ooh. Nice, nice. Uh, with perception 23. And yeah. 8. 13. Yep, that's very cool. Uh, Pearl, what did you get? 8. 8? Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Um... Actually, supposed to be good at this, at least somewhat. <laughs> well, as, as you're going, Tarvos, you notice 
something on the left-hand side of the path now. And it looks like the remnants of a structure of some type. And I'll point as, it out. And as you do, Titus, you take a look and you, you take you take a moment, you look at the structure he's pointing out, you look you look around and kind of mentally go through your head where everything is, and there used to be a windmill here. And now it appears to be a burned down <laughs> windmill of some type. And not being rebuilt by itself. Though, right? No, no, this this is <laughs> this is this is this has been burned down. This is this looks like it's burned down and it is just mm. and it's like you could have sworn a few days ago <laughs> there was a windmill here and people would rave about pies coming from mm -hmm. this windmill. And now it's gone. Oh. <laughs> All right, I, I I explain what the the place is or or was and might be again, and uh, <laughs> and just continue to uh, to keep going down the path. Is this very normal for your buildings to just burn down? <laughs> this is, this very is dangerous Barovia. country. We didn't get rebuilt again. Oh, maybe we should. <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. What is it? The wood? Is it something about the wood that it just like excessive amounts of of the sap in it? So when it, it just bursts into flames. Well, That's right. I'm not is... a druid this time. Sorry. <laughs> my other character is a druid, so my first thought is wood. What? I can't talk to the trees. Sorry. <laughs> Construction's big business. Big business here. Oh, arson. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Insurance fraud, job security. Alrighty, well, uh, continuing down the path. Quickly, quickly. Um, it's hilarious. All right. Um, I think we broke Steve. <laughs> Not yet. Um, <laughs> Pearl, give me a perception check. I am not rolling good on my manual dice right now. That is a 13. That's not bad. As you're going and, and you're following the path, you guys have gotten to the point the path is kind of uh, turned east and then is wrapping around and coming back west. Titus, you know that you're coming up on the lake that's on the northern side of Barovia. Um, and you guys have, and every so often you kind of hear something in the distance as far as, you know, maybe some, some light music. I believe that possibly some bagpipes or something as you're kind of making this path around. <laughs> Uh, some reason, I mean, it, it, it's a very, it's a very unique sound, and it also sounds like someone needs a lot of more practice. <laughs> but Pearl, as as you're going about, eventually you you hear your you hear something in the even though it's raining, and eventually your owl does appear. Yay. 
And as it comes and comes to you and you hold out your arm for it to land, you notice that in one of its claws, it's got something. And as you kind of hold out your hand to take a look at it, it's it's a trinket of some type. It's kind of caked in, but there's a little bit of a little bit of shine to it from the from the rain kind of washing off some dirt. And it appears to be some type of holy symbol, but you're not quite sure. It's a pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty kind of old at some uh, type. uh, Can I like kind of inspect it to try and see if I know anything about it or anything? With it being, I'm not really a holy person at all. I've been in a monastery. Um, kind of. You'd have to. You'd have to roll a religion. You'd have to roll a religion check. Holy stuff! Can't say I'm more good. Am I, am I standing by her? Uh, if you want, yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, oh, look, look, wait. I will brought me something. I'll, okay, I'll assist her. Yeah, you uh... I have zero. <laughs> what zero? <laughs> we look at it and go, ooh, shiny. Yeah, what's it worth? Hmm. Nine. And then, and what, whatever, or you say you're helping me? Yeah, you want me to add my modifier? No, it's a uh, advantage. You're assisting, okay. then you get advantage on the roll. Yay! It's an 18! Alrighty. Um, taking a look at this, uh, as you kind of look at it, and Titus, you're kind of looking into it as well. <laughs> all Titus, man. <laughs> um, you, it, it appears to be possibly a uh, symbol of Palor. Um... So it's a, it's it's a little it's a little religious iconography of Palor. So it's appears to be it appears to be uh, silvered, a silver amulet of some type. So it has a little bit of value, but it's more the fact that it's a religious item. So, but some reason your owl found, somehow your owl came across it. Do you suppose my owl found this thing? Would someone around this area have something like this? What do you think, Titus? I am very suspicious of anything silver that happens to come upon our path. And uh, I'm not so sure what to think of this just yet. We should be careful. Why, why silver? Hit something with it's silver. Why are you suspicious of silver? Uh... Let's just say that uh, things are not always what they appear. I'm gonna cut this into a, a pocket or something. Okay. I'll, I want to figure this out. This is a new mystery for me. <laughs> that works. Would I be able to ascertain anything more about it uh, other than that it's, it's a symbol it's, of Palor? It's old. It's a little bit corroded, but it, it you can tell it's a symbol. It's it's a, an iconography of Palor. Um, yeah. So, not sure it's something whether it might be something a cleric would carry or a pay or a paladin or just someone who was uh devout in their faith of of palor um Which, i would i'm gonna suggest to pearl to uh let uh ilvia take a look and uh see if she knows anything more about it yeah sure i, I want to know what this is i want to know where it came from here, here. Look, 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 look at it Take a look to the uh, emlet. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll take a look at the emlet and do I know or sense something weird with it? 
it's like a detect. Are you casting like detect magic or something? Or mm. I mean, how are you? What are you trying to discern? Well, if the uh, then she will uh, turn to the party. Well, if you want to wait for like a couple minutes, I can try to detect for kind of magic if this item has. Um, it's uh, pretty late at night. I mean, you're getting close to that uh, to about midnight or so. So sitting or standing or I mean, if you really want to, you can. You can spend the you can spend the time to try and and divinate that right now, or you can wait till you get to town. That that it's kind of your choice. I have one more question. Yes. Would I have to, like have my owl lead me where he found it? In the I dark. Would I be able to like ask it to show me or anything? I don't know. It's just that it's not really. <laughs> I don't think it's that trained. <laughs> wait, Probably a cat not. has a bird. I just put that together to back. So he has a bird. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, nice. hold on. I just was like, very nice. Wait. <laughs> And the thing is, is, you, is, 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 is this is all this time you've seen most of the time Tarnor is like the owl has kind of been there. But then while you were while, once you guys stepped out of the house, the owl kind of flew off and it's just been kind of out and about ever since. So it's just it's just, yeah, you're right. Now would be a really good time to put two and two together that the tabaxi has an owl and the and the and, and the cat has a bird. OK. <laughs> You know, my owl onto the head. I'm trying to get it to open its wings so that the rain won't fall on me anymore, but it, it doesn't want to. Oh, that would be an animal handling. Yeah, and even so, it's and it's outside of its nature. So if you really want to try, let's see what happens. Sure, why not? Well, let's go ahead and roll. Find out what happens. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna hold my shield over top of my head. Okay. Hearing that rain kind of paddle down, yeah. so you, you guys have definitely have been getting wet on this. So I'm standing close to Tavros, <laughs> trying to get a little. How big is your shield? <laughs> hey, I'm pretty standing big. pretty close to him. He's a big guy. He's six foot, six and a half feet tall. So it'd have to be a pretty big shield. There you go. My dice like a four. I got an H. <laughs> Oh, like, we wow. are not rolling well tonight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> really? Good lord. We used them all up last week. <laughs> See what happens. Um, but at the, uh, so do you, do you stay there to try and discern this or do you keep walking? Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Okay. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you'll be asked, bro, you want to keep this or I'll just uh, keep it until we uh, reach our destination? Mine. I'll, I'll give right. it <laughs> She'll give it back. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, a few more hours walking. Uh, we're definitely getting into the past uh, midnight uh, time frame or close to midnight as you guys go. And you do arrive in the city of Alaki or the town of Alaki. Uh, so it's the, the wall and it's got the, the gate as you come up. And of course, the. Uh, the watchman sta is standing there in the rain, but also as you guys are uh, approaching, you see a flash and a thunder and hear this immense thunderclap that echoes from the northwest. And the flash is it's kind of a bluish white light 
that seems to just kind of ripple across the sky. And you hear a huge crack of thunder. Like some of the, some of you have been out in the in the wilderness before. It's like you've you've heard thunder clap cracks. You've you've heard that. This yeah. was a lot louder, a lot more malicious sounding. I mean, it's just it, this makes the hair on the back of your necks, even in the rain, kind of stand up with uh, just kind of the the static the elect the static electricity in the air from this. Would so it it sounds unnatural, does it? Pretty would, pretty good indication. Would would with okay. having been on ships a lot and having been out in storms and probably seen hurricanes, would I have had like any reaction to it or like having you like my backstory? I'd probably be like, ah. Well, <laughs> all of you have having hear heard thunder, whether in the mountains or out at sea. It's like the, there's a certain decibel level to it, even when the storm is really close, even when it's a, like for you being out and possibly sailing through typhoons and massive storms. This was louder. Yeah. This 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 almost this, I mean, this almost sounded like a scream. It was so what? loud and menacing as you step, as you heard it, as you arrived. And even the guards uh, in the in the at, at the Velaki gate are a little shocked to hear to hear it and after a moment of they get over their shot their shock they see you got you approach and it wasn't us <laughs> at, and and it's like what are you doing I'm gonna walk I you said there were guards at the gate yes there are a couple okay. of there's, there's, a, there's a couple of night watch <clears throat> I mean they're they look miserable because they're standing in the rain I'm holding my battle axe and my shield. I'm going to walk up to one and go, I think you should probably let us in because that was unnatural and I want to get inside very quickly, please. Thank you. Uh, before we let you in, what do you? what is your business here? And I'm trying to why? get out of this rain and away from the thunder. Well, that... Pretty obvious, isn't it? Yes, but what's your business here? I just told you. And uh, Ilvia will step uh, forward and... But we have a business with a uh, blue... Uh, wait, I forgot the name. Blue water in. Blue water in. Well, and, and uh, my character literally goes, ah! and like kind of runs towards <laughs> the door and like under, and like next to, like almost hugging Tavros now. Yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to intimidate them into letting us in quickly. Roll, all right, go ahead and roll that intimidation check. I'm just hiding behind Tavros. Uh, that is a uh, nine plus. To um, they're not easily swayed, but yeah. I mean, but as they're they're just trying, you can kind of get the sense that they're just doing their job to kind of ask questions, like who at this time of night in this kind of weather who would be in oh, sure. Galaki at this late. So they're yeah, just, no, they're I wanting to know what it is, what it is your business is. So sure. you'll, uh, uh, you'll... yeah, I'll just uh, walk up amongst the the group and and approach the uh uh the the watchman and and say look we're we're just trying to find lot find lodging uh we didn't want to risk staying out along the road and thought it'd be safer to enter in and just ask if you would please let us enter so that we can find some place to rest and you're heading to the blue water inn yes they kind of look at y'all it's like it's probably a good idea. 
and they open the they open the gate and allow you guys into the city into the town to and then uh kind of titus you've been here very rarely but you do but knowing the blue water in it is the probably the most prominent place as far as a gathering especially on a night like tonight Mm-hmm. So you kind of lead them to the Blue Water Inn. And it is at that point we will take a quick break. You kind of stand, stretch, grab drinks, bio break, all that fun stuff. Uh, nice. About 10, 10 minutes or so. And then we will come back and uh, continue inside the Blue Water Inn and see what happens from there. So i shift over to here. Turn my mic off. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Chat, how are we doing tonight? Is there any questions to answer while my players take a quick break before I take my break? Do you have questions? Okay. Comment from Mayflower. I'm pretty sure the Teens on Parade group broke scuba pretty much every time we played. Some of us tried to do some pretty ridiculous things. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. We can we can work through that. Oh. Taking their break. How are we doing tonight? Oh wow. 87k of the 1000 goal. You guys are awesome and amazing. I guess I guess we got to start seriously planning that that new show. <laughs> Why, thank you, Dyra. Uh, as always, if you have questions for me or the cast, go and type question in all caps, and then the question you want, it'll feed, it'll uh, bubble up into a feed I have. Same thing, comment in all caps, and uh, any comments or whatever that I can, for myself or the cast, to kind of uh, respond to. Um, I'm glad everyone's enjoying the session so far. When do the characters get their gifts to use? Uh, they will get their gifts as soon as they earn their gifts. And uh, probably will find some way to bring it in organically. Uh, the donations for Extra Life or the uh, are all going to be uh, one of those things. Because if they have potions, then we'll find some way for them to find them organically. But the inspiration's an advantage. That'll happen as we see the thing. Yeah, I'm a, it's pretty funny. Uh, a comment from Ms. K. Uh, amazing stream so far. Can't stop laughing. I agree. Uh, Professor Chili, uh, did she p- pick up the quiver and 20 arrows too? There are only about 10 arrows in the quiver. And I get the feeling that she did. But we will double check. We will jump, double check with Kerrigan when she comes back. Uh, and we're coming back online. Uh, as I said, about 10 minutes. So we'll get back to it. A uh, question came in while I'd stepped away from Kit Matari. Does Tarvo still have one horn light when he talked to the guards? Most likely, yes. Because uh, talking to them, it's like it was cast as a cantrip. So every time it would go out, he just recast it. So, you know, got he's got one horn light one and one out. Yes, light lasts an hour, but this was several hours of walking through through the uh along the road so the light spell would have to have been recast a couple of times 
at least a uh, couple of four times to, as they were doing the traveling. And Libanez, I'd have to say, yes, uh, I meant to say corrode. I meant to say tarnished, not necessarily corroded. It's just got the words mixed in my head, but same meaning. Thank you. And uh, with that, we're going to get back into it and see what happens. Alrighty, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. You have entered the Blue Water Tavern in the city in the town of Valaki. Um, it is uh, late at night. Um, but surprisingly, there are still a few patrons in in the tavern. Um, it's a as you come up on a smoky gray, uh, a kind of a even though it's raining, there's still some smoke you can see rising from the chimney. This is a large two-story wooden building with a stone foundation and a, a kind of a sagging tile roof. Uh, there are several ravens perched about, kind of looking, even though it's raining. Um, and in as you step inside, uh, there's a, a barkeep and another and an innkeep. Uh, they look to be related. Um, one male, one female. So it's probably a husband or wife pair. Erwin, uh, Titus, you know them as Erwin and Danica uh, Arktov. And they are they own and operate the Blue Water, ta the Blue Water Inn here in Milwaukee. So... What do you wish to do? Get it out of the rain. Get out of the rain is good. Yeah, how big is the door frame? <laughs> uh, this is made for large humans at most, so you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to crunch down and kind of turn sideways, maybe cock the head a little bit as you try to slide in. See if I bend my horns this way. Try to tilt my head. Oh, okay, there we go. Yep, I'm good. All right. And I cast off the lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I imagine her doing. Just boop. <laughs> 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 little switch. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna walk in, and I'll I'll head straight towards uh, Irwin and Danica, and uh, make introductions. I'm familiar with them, and. Uh, you know, just kind of shaking the water off of my clothing and, you know, getting adjusted. I, I walk up and make introductions and and kind of get a sense of their reaction to this minotaur figure coming into the inn. They both kind of look because they, they watched they watched Harvos coming in because, you know, he's such a unique sight stepping into any establishment. And they, Danica is like, Harvos. I have found some very interesting companions. Today. What brings you guys? What brings you guys to Velaki this time? <laughs> yeah. what, what's bringing you to Velaki this time? Well, partly we're here to find some lodging, and I hope you can accommodate all of my companions. Well, yes, uh, we have some open rooms. Um, how long they'll be open but we do have some open rooms right now um you know the going rate um got uh there's the one room with four beds two rooms with two beds what kind of what kind of rooms are you looking for um just simple accommodations for us uh, okay in 
yeah, nothing, nothing fancy. Of course, obviously we know there's not very much that is fancy here in Barovia, but whatever you can provide. Well, um, I can provide a room for the, we have, we, I can do one of the rooms with the, with four beds for the, for the, for the ladies and, uh, one, one of the rooms with, uh, two beds for, or we have, we do have a room with two beds for you and your large friend. Um, that'll be two Electrum for the night. That'll be fine. We can do that, and and uh, uh, some some meals for us in the in the morning as well, if we can do that. Yes, yes, of course, of course. So, what brings you into Velaki at such an hour? Well, we we're on a something of a journey, and and trying to find some information, and understood that there was a individual by the name of Thurvin that was known to frequent this establishment. And we're hoping to find him and obviously find lodging because staying anywhere besides an inn uh, in Barovia is not advised. Dude, your mother raised you right. Yeah, raised you right, lad. <laughs> no, it's not a good idea to camp in Barovia. Thurvin. And um, go ahead. Uh, Pearl and every all you guys uh, uh, except for Titus roll a perception check. This Titus is clearly engaged in this conversation. You guys are all kind of taking in the sights and looking about. Ooh. Nat 20. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> Six. Ten. <laughs> all right. Um, at the mention of Thurvin, Erwin uh, and Danica kind of look at each other. And Yuvia, you you catch something out of the corner of your eye. Way back in one of the corners, there's kind of a a a kind of a a, a, a shift of a chair. And as you look, and 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 there's there's uh, one individual who's got kind of his his hood up and he's kind of hunched over. But at the mention of the name. He kind of shifts in his seat and you kind of, and he and turns his head to look at the, to start looking at the four, at the five of you as you've just, as you've come in. I just bluntly, uh, uh, turns toward the person and just, do you know something about Fervin? Like, bluntly. Like, this this uh, person's about. 15 20 15 20 feet on the other side but it, it was quiet enough that he caught that he heard the conver they heard the saying so do you say that loudly it's like do you know thurvin yeah um and he just kind of sits up a little bit and kind of kind of motions you to to come over then i'll uh let the party know okay and at this point, Titus, you as you're talking with them, and when you mentioned Thurvin, they looked at each other. They both kind of pointed over into the corner, where he, where the same individual that you now see, Yulva, is uh, walking over to. Okay. I'm gonna walk up to the bar and order a drink, like a big uh, glass of ale, a mug of ale, and then walk over with uh, uh, with Ilya. <clears throat> All right. Um, 
Hey, Lucky is, uh, we don't have ale, but we have two types of wine. We have, uh, a, we have something called Grape Mash, and then we have Red Dragon Crush. What is, um... It's a dragon. Yeah, I will we'll go with a dragon. That sounds more uh, interesting. So they, they, um, give you, they pour you a pint, and it'd be like, there'll be one silver piece. No, I'll pay them. Okay. So, you got your pint of a uh, pint of dra red dragon crush wine. And then I'll walk over with, um, okay. Uh, with Hilvia. Yeah. Uh, All right. Okay. Carriger. Okay. Yeah. I'll do the same. Same as the big guy. And I put my silver on the. All right. Now you counter. have, you, you have a, you have a pint of, uh, see, when Tarvos picked his up, it's a really small looking glass. You picked yours up, it's really kind of big. It's almost like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't oh, have anything brilliant. close. To, yeah, it's like, yes. Hey, it works perfectly, actually. Alrighty. You have a very happy tiefling kind of like bouncing right. along behind here. Hey, do you have horns? Yes, I do. Can I touch your horns? You beat me too. I was like, the next time we sat down, I was going after horns. Someone touched my horns, and I'm curious what it feels like. It sounds like you need to talk to someone about it. Mm. But <laughs> You'd be surprised what I need to talk to someone about. I'm be gentle. <laughs> I'll just kind of reach out and go... Boop. And then, and I just go like this with the wine. <laughs> it's not as exciting as I thought it would be. Do it right then. <laughs> that as Pearl come over and just bop me on the head. See, that's how you do it. <laughs> that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> right on the tip of the horns, yeah. Right on the tip. <laughs> she just goes right over and just tips it right on the top of the, the tip of the horn. Uh, <laughs> and this, all this commotion is having behind, and Yovi is all like focused, and we're all like, Ooh. Yeah, I, I had my fun. <laughs> and this is just like, <laughs> Yeah, oh god. Yeah, Titus, as you, as you turn to look back at Erwin and Danica, or Danica's kind of, kind of. <laughs> so, so did uh did erwin and danica uh did they conclude everything with me that i'm going over to the to um the as far as uh you've negotiated the room a couple people got mm -hmm. drinks they pointed out the individuals or anything else you wanted to talk to them about uh you see danica's trying not to laugh and she's doing a very poor job of concealing it <laughs> Erwin is just kind of shaking his head. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I have anything else to talk to them about just now, but uh, yeah, so I should be good. Alrighty, so you step over and then uh, they hand you the keys to the rooms for whenever you're ready to go up and get your rest. And then you uh, proceed to follow the others over. Yuvia, you come up close onto this uh, individual. Um, you notice, uh, as you get closer, uh, the, with the hood and whatever, and 
kind of looking through, you can tell that it looks to be appears to be a half elf male who's uh, sitting there. But he's definitely um, he's definitely older than he, he's definitely uh, middle aged. But I mean, and he's just kind of sitting there and watching all of you as you approach, kind of steadying each individual as you all approach. I'm just all joyful because I got to touch her horn, so I'm just uh, all happy, like, and and just kind of sidle up right next to you, yeah. Uh, and the table you notice actually has seats for all of you to be able to sit down with him if you. Yeah, we will uh, take a seat and uh, we'll introduce herself. My name is Ibe, and it seems you know something about Thurvin. Uh, what's your business with Thurvin? Well, uh, we want to know some information from him. Oh, just because you want to know information doesn't mean you're going to get any. Well, we can try. <laughs> <clears throat> and she's going to just sidle up, like sit right next to Yuvia and like almost too close. Just kind of sit, almost like pushing her over <laughs> a little bit and sits right next to her and I am Colonel of the Astral Plane, from the tribe of Brightcliff. That's how I introduced myself. I'm just happy. <laughs> and do you land on your feet when you fall? Most of the time. Alright, at, at this point, I, I come in and I, I sit down and, and introduce myself as Titus. And I mentioned that we've just come from the, the Blood on the Vine Tavern and had met with some Vistani there that mentioned uh, Thurvin could provide us some information. And, and I asked if this individual knows Thurvin uh, or could direct us to him. He's just looking for information? Yes, we're trying to find a place of which many have not been in, in, in some time and uh, thought this, this person might be able to provide some information for us. Uh, he sits and he's studying each of you and he, he, he's, he has his hands on the, on the table and is tapping, but you notice there's a couple of fingers missing from one of his hands, but he's still kind of tapping as if they are still there. And he looks well, weather-worn, his clothes are a little ragged, and 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 well worn, uh, probably not changed out very. Not not uh, definitely an old set of clothes. And he's he's studying each of you. Can I kind of like sit, like so? I've been sitting there. I've had my wine. Can I set it down? And I kind of lean forward and I go, Thurvin, we need your assistance. I just directly to his face. We need your assistance. Uh, roll. Roll a persuasion. Not intimidation. Okay. Roll a persuasion. <laughs> Okay. And with advantage because Tide, uh, Titus is lead in. Sixteen. Okay. Nice. What do you do? You really want to go there? We haven't even told you where. still staring and studying each of you and he can tell he went from kind of a sarcastic to a concerned look 
as he's studying you. What is it you want? To save the world. Find my sister. I just want to find a wolf to kill. <laughs> then this one I don't like wolves. <laughs> I just pat Tarvis's arm. <laughs> I will get my revenge one day. I swear it. All that aside, can you help us? But why do you want to go there? We've been tasked tasked. Where is it you want to go? We want to go to Zeresh. At the sound of that, he kind of looks about and then kind of leans in. Zeresh is a big place. Is that is there anywhere more specific you're trying to find? We were told to find a thing. Kind of. <laughs> we won't we know the, we, until we're there. Yeah. What, That's the thing. <laughs> as he's watching you, each of you kind of get a sense as he stares and kind of sizes up each of you. Almost as if he's trying to discern something about each of you as you're ask you're inquiring about this until finally he sits there and goes you don't know what you're looking for do you not a clue what do you know all we know is that we need to go to Zeresh and in that place we will find something that only arises every 13 years. And in order to protect the <clears throat> lands, it needs to be in a safe place. Safer safer than it is at present. So we need your help. Are you sure you want to go there? No. Yes. Please. <laughs> we can we can't go back anyway. Only can move forward at this point. We would very much like your help, please. And I'll come and sit down. Okay. He sits there and is quiet a moment and looks at you. You're serious. Yes. Come on. How can't we not serious about this? Do I look like I'm joking? Is your horn still glowing? Yes. <laughs> I yes. When, then, when he's entered the tavern. Then, Do I look like I'm joking. After a moment, again, he all this at all the all throughout this, he studied each of you, spending a time, kind of, 
almost look like he's studying like you like someone would study a sculpture or a painting to try to discern the meaning and its intent and after a while after a, uh, with what you've explained to him and almost as if he's has some has some other insight that you're not aware of he sits there and says then you're going to want to go to paradon what is paradon Paradon is a city in Zeresh. Oh. Paradon, from what you said, Paradon is is where you'll find what you seek. But you must be careful. Not everything is as it seems there. What do you mean? It's there are there are creatures that are not always as they seem. There are, peop there are people in that city that aren't as they seem. And if you're coming now, then you only have but a few days before what you're seeking is gone. Why would it be gone? Because it only, what, you, what you're looking for only appears every, thir every 13 years. And if you... What is it? Sorry, bud. <clears throat> you seem like to know what we are seeking. Can you tell us more about it? Yes. I'm afraid I can't. I don't know anything about it. All I know is that every 13 years, the city gets dark, and then it, and then it, and then it's quiet. But not everything is as it seems. Let me ask you: Do you know of anyone else searching? For this item in Paradon. No. No one no one has talked of Zeresh in a very long time. Paradon even less. How you came by that information is a mystery in amongst itself. Oh, I know how we got the information. A man in a walking house told us. A man in a walking house. She's not lying. The house did walk. <laughs> oh, no. I, I I, believe you. I believe you. Have you met him? No. <laughs> but it's forefront on your minds. So, obviously there are things in play that, I, that I'm not aware of. But you want to go to Pyridon. And Paradon is where you will need to go. Where is the location of what it is you're trying to seek? What it is, I don't know. But I know that if the if it if it is that if it is that time again, then you must be quick on your journey, or you may not find your quarry. What do you know of the Emerald Lake? If it is. <laughs> Who? Okay, the Emerald Lady. Yeah, has no idea who you're speaking of. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna ask him what 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 time is it again? You said it it, it would be time again. What time is it? It's look. It's every if you're searching for it, then it's. 
then it's ha it's starting to happen. Every 13 years, the city gets the city has some darkness about it. Oh, I can't cast damage. Okay. But as far as time of day, yes, it, it is quite late. Well, no, I, <laughs> I thought you meant it's. I never mind. Okay. I misunderstood. It's okay. I I get confused very easily. So I don't. I don't doubt it. <laughs> when when you say the city gets dark, is this is is this paradon a large city? That is it. That, that this is a significant. It's, it's event? larger. It's larger than Malaki. It's, uh, Malaki's a pop. Oh. How many people would you say live in Malaki? A couple hundred. Okay. Paradon. And how many people live in Paradon? Uh, from what he's described, he says you it's much larger than Velaki. Doesn't go into much detail beyond that. Can you direct us to this place? Fortunately, I cannot return. I don't know the way, but I know that's the where you must go. Do you know anyone who knows the way? No. We do not know the way. Side sidebar, we we have the uh, the silver amulet. Yes, can we search oh, for yeah. the city? Can we use it to get to the city? If we know the destination, right, Scoob? Yes, if you know the destination, you could speak the speak the destination. You were speaking of creatures. Are they worse or not so much bad as like the Shadowfell? As what? The Shadowfell. I have not been to the Shadowfell, so I could not tell you. Trying to gauge the danger. Danger is not always tooth and claw. Do you do you have any? Ha, have you been to Paradon before? Have you been? No. Do you know of anyone who has been and no. made it back? No. <laughs> so you know it exists, but you don't know anyone who has seen it or been there. Correct. So how do you know it exists? I've heard of story. But I don't know anyone specific. I don't know. I, I am not familiar with anyone personal. Do you know of anyone who knows of anyone who has been? I mean, it's all about networking, man. No, you're right. You're, you're right. Yeah. yeah. But it's late. I'm tired. If you'll, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to call it a night. And he stands up. I appreciate all the information that you've given us. Thank you. If you do go, be wary. And with um, that, he, with that, he leaves. Well, 
I take that back. He wasn't very helpful. I was like, that was about as successful successful as our conversation with any word. What are you looking for? I don't know. How are we going to find it? Maybe you'll find it. How do we know it's the right thing? You'll just know. Well, at least we know where we must have been philosophy majors in college or something. <laughs> what was that, uh, Ilvia? Yeah, at least we know about the uh, our our destination right now, so we can test the silver amulet if you want. You can use the amulet. That's very true. I, I think it would be w good for us to get the advantage of a rest before yes. we venture into this unknown so. perilous place. Maybe My see what kind of supplies. Me. Yeah, see what kind of supplies we can get because we don't know what we're going to encounter. Mm -hmm. That would be. No, I mean you're fully you're you're for the most part fully stocked up. It's just you're a little wary and have a few wounds from the first couple of uh creatures you encountered so <laughs> say Getting we a... heal and see if we can find some more healing potions somewhere stock up so everyone is are in barovia <laughs> yeah I, I would say we we could, we could take this we could take this opportunity also now that we're not on the road uh surrounded Divide by them. wolves and and ravens uh to take a better look at the uh the symbol of Palor that uh, your Alfran delivered to you. Right. I can tickle about it. Again, pretty much shove it in her face. She'll take it and starting cast ritual detect magic. Okay. Uh, 10 minutes go by and you're not noticing anything magical about the hmm. It seems like a regular holy symbol. I think. And she, uh, she'll just pass it to Pearl. You should ask the innkeepers if they recognize it. There is there any uh, pillar worshiper I'm in Barovia, sure. usually, like our pillar church? There's a few places, but. Nothing, nothing that you, nothing that is going to be open and available to you right now. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, at this point, it's like well past midnight. Most of the other patrons are gone. In fact, uh, uh, Danit, Erwin, and Danica are kind of ready to turn in for the night as well. But they, but they're being being good hosts and whatnot, are waiting until you guys retire for the night. Why don't we ask? As, yeah, Pearl, you might you want froze. to say that again. Say again? Say that again. I said we should ask Danica uh, about the holy uh, signal in the morning. It is late. Yes. yes. We can. I could definitely use a rest. Let's hope this bed fits me. <laughs> I hope I don't pierce the walls with my horns. Uh, as soon as I get in the room, I literally kind of just jump on the bed and just like, happy. I just lay there. I don't take any clothes. I don't get anything on the clothes. I just lay there. I'm just right. Yep. How long are the beds? 
like Titus would have given us the key, right? I would yeah. take the key. Yeah. I would take the key from Titus to go up. You got you. The three of you go in. The room you go in uh, has four beds in it. Um, <laughs> How big are the beds? Uh, single size <laughs> humanoid beds. I mean, you <laughs> okay. you go to lay down on it, Tarvos, and it's like you're you're. It's like you almost you kind of. The way the head, the footboard lands, you actually scoot down a little bit so that your knee bends over the footboard. So it, it's kind of, so the so you have your upper body on the bed, but your knee, but your feet and are bent at the knees, <laughs> kind of dangling off the edge, kind of like if you're sitting on the sitting on a table and you just let your feet dangle. <laughs> oh, you just kind well, of lay back. I suppose <laughs> it could be worse. <clears throat> it's it's definitely a yeah. lot more comfortable than some of the places you've been recently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except with the exception of staying inside uh, the inside the house. Inside the mansion, Pennyworth is in charge of those. Those were beds that were like it was like, for some reason it was like made for you. You don't know how, but the bed was like proportionally perfect for you. Here, this will do, I suppose. Not so much. <laughs> cool. Anyone? Is the bed strong enough to support his weight though? <laughs> There's a little groaning. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. There's, a, there's definitely some stress on the wood, but uh, he doesn't have to worry about it like collapsing in the middle of the night. Snap! Oh, he's just sleeping there. Cool. Thank you. Anyone else? What are they doing for their? We have Pearl who jumped on the bed. Um, Harriger is. Uh, I'm checking over the weapons that I collected, kind of laying them out, checking them over. Okay. Laying them out to, to and you did see take I, just to confirm you did take the quiver with the ten arrows as well as the bow. Right? Took the quiver, the bow, the scimitar, and the coins that I found in his pockets. Okay. Do they know yeah. I took the coins? Do they know I have all that stuff? I mean, obviously they see like the. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Sorry, it's uh, I've oh. got low power mode. It's okay. My oh, phone's yeah. gonna die soon, so. <clears throat> Actually, it's, I can fix that. Hold on a second. Sorry, charger. About that. it's called yeah, char just... charger. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't my headphones, but uh, but I can plug in my charger. Yeah, so I just I'm just kind of looking, like laying everything out and checking it out, seeing what I got. Then he here cleaning cleaning the weapons because I mean it's still probably covered and. A little bit of it, blood from the direwolves. A little bit of blood, a little bit of little bit of water and whatnot, but you're able to kind of get them sorted out. Yeah, I want to make sure my weapons don't have negative negative effects from the all the rain. So <laughs> drying stuff off. Hear loud purring in the background. <laughs> I'm enjoying. I'm just kind of curling up on the bed, just enjoying myself. Kinda. I'm just wiping down the sword with this cat purring in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, you, Bill, what are you doing for your bedtime routine? You will just uh, doff her armors and then wipe uh, her armor clean and, of course, the weapon. And then she, before he uh, went to sleep, uh, sh she will uh, make a prayer to uh, Coraline. Yeah. Titus, what are you doing for your... Uh... Yeah, similar. I'm, you know, doffing armor and putting, getting all my, you know, swords uh, and daggers cleaned and, and ordered. Uh, I will sleep with the the dagger, like 
right there on the bed uh, to have within reach, kind of, uh, just kind in of case. Tucked into the pillow, so you could like pull mm -hmm. it out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, the silver one, particularly, just uh, for good measure. Um, you know, being in, in Barovia and kind of my backstory, you know, growing up in the village, I was always something on call uh, to respond in case there were invaders. That was part of my job. So I'm extra diligent about being prepared. Yeah, um, and, and normally being in Velaki, because Velaki has got kind of a wall that surrounds it, it's uh, typically safer than most other uh, homesteads and communities in Barovia. However, you are aware that uh, a few weeks ago uh, there was an a there was an attack on the city. So you're even normally it's a fairly safe place, but there was because of the reasons because there was you did hear rumors of an attack on the city that you do you're definitely making sure you're keeping those precautions. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, you would feel fairly safe comparatively to where you were. In your in your homestead mm -hmm. but uh as you guys uh kind of get yourself some get yourself some rest you do manage to get a long rest uh the following day probably late morning uh early afternoon because he's spending the time to clean your armor from all the rain and whatnot for those who chose to do it uh that's obviously going to keep you up a little bit longer but uh it gets to be about late mid uh mid morning late morning uh, when you all uh, start to come down for your morning meals, brunches, I would say, and they happen to, and they, they have a few, uh, they have some cooked uh, wolf steaks, some eggs, some uh, some some veg, some some potatoes. Not the it's not the most elaborate breakfast uh, meal you've had, but it's passable. It's filling. And as I. And coming down for breakfast, obviously grabbing all of my weaponry and putting on my armor. Oh yeah. Um, you 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 know that you have time is kind of of the essence. Mm -hmm. You don't want to dally too long. You have a location. You have a a sense based on, especially talking with uh, Thur with uh, Thurvin last night, that this seems like you're on a clock, and you have that sense of it's that sense of duty. Tarvos, you as well, being being someone of trained of a soldier, it's like you guys know. It's like there there was definitely a sense of urgency in this. Um, there, uh, can't really speak for Berger and Pearl because you got. I mean, as a sailor, it's kind of rolling through. Pearl uh, studying in the monk. Um, Yuvia, it's again. I mean, guarding ruins or whatever. You had this same kind of routine, but. For you guys, things time just kind of flowed. There wasn't you really didn't see a lot of this and that other other than maybe for Carragher coming across another ship at sea or a storm that came up. But say raiding. Yeah, <laughs> but compared to the kind of the semi-soldierish lifestyle, tar, lifestyle Tarvis and uh, uh, Titus, Tarvos and Titus went through. Tar, Titus being raised by uh, trained by a paladin who's definitely of a militaristic mindset. And Tarvos being in a mili in a militaristic unit, there there's sometimes you hear things and it's just the way that sets off in your brain. So, but you come so naturally you're gonna dawn, you're gonna make sure everything's in its right place, and you're gonna be ready to travel. So as you sit down and you take a moment, it's that have that moment of peace to enjoy the meal before you get on with it. 
So with that with that in mind, those two are down there at the meal. The the rest of you come down a little while after them. You're all sitting at the table. What do you wish to? After I get done eating, I do want to ask about the, the holy symbol. Um, um, you, you go to Erwin. Erwin is standing there. Danica, uh, Danica is not so much out front. She's kind of in the back. Uh, but Erwin takes a look at it. And um, it's he's not very familiar with it. He says it, 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 it looks like it's been been out there a long time, given by the love Arnish and rhyme that's in the finer points of it but he doesn't have much more insight he can and i'll ask him one other question have you seen another tabas tabaxi like me kind of with black spots thank you and i just but i i have my answer i look <laughs> okay. um, I'm, <clears throat> I'm gonna take a few minutes and uh sharpen up my horns um spend time really kind of grinding down and making sure they're nice and sharp so just in case okay that's what i do every morning is is thurvin amongst the 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 inn at all that we could see okay. nope not that you can tell there are a few patrons in there but you don't see anyone who matches thurvin's description okay well if you are all ready i am ready to go because, that, because, like I said, it is after the meal. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'll say uh, <clears throat> I'm uh, ready to go if anyone else is. <laughs> well, now that we know the the place, uh, I believe we have a target that we can use uh, to uh, to use this silver amulet, and hopefully that will will guide us safely through, uh, well, as safe as possible through the mist. Uh, to our to our destination, and if you guys are all ready, then I'd say let's let's get on with it. Erica, I think we're as ready as we're gonna be. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll I'll stand and get ready. Stand up, adjust, and walk out the door. Alrighty. Uh, you pay yeah. you pay your tab with the uh, with the tavern keep. Um, they wish you well, and uh, as the customary greeting of stay safe and be careful of shadows. And be careful of ravens. And you guys uh, exit exit the tavern, uh, exit the city. And after you get a little little ways away from the city and kind of kind of along the the road, uh, you have a moment to pull out the amulet. And you kind of look on the back. You see some uh, script uh, engraved in there in common. It's basically the command word to to sit the, to say. And knowing from what Pennyworth has told you guys, you need to speak the command word and then speak the destination. And okay. Who... Titus has that, right? You mm -hmm. have the amulet? Okay. So for brevity, Titus, you sit there, you speak the command word, you speak the destination uh, paradigm. And then uh, after a few moments, it kind of the, the, the amulet kind of glows a little bit. And as a, and then it kind of kind of keeps a dull glow, and you look as you look about. Uh, get, I need everybody to give me a perception check. Twelve. Twelve. Eleven. 
Ten. Nine. That one at rate five. We see nothing. You guys, <laughs> after about ten minutes, I, you I'm look thinking. up. You 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 look about and you see uh, an image, uh, kind of a ghostly image of a small of of, of an adolescent child. Uh, it's kind of kind of grayish, wispy, and the kid the the child is standing there, and he's he's pointing. And he's looking at you like, what's taking so long? What's he pointing at? He's pointing in a direction and then kind of calls to you with a waving hand and then starts to walk in that direction now that he's made eye contact, for lack of a better phrase, with you. With, with, with you. <laughs> and he starts walking and his path takes him east and uh takes you east along the along the lake and then once you get to the uh, eastern side of the lake he starts to turn north and kind of moves in a northeasterly north northeasterly direction into the into the mountains and into the woods and into the mist Ooh. oh I see okay yeah I'll follow him yeah I, yeah I'll kind of look at everyone else and be like I'm yeah all right and this is obviously what happens when we use the amulet. We're we're definitely off trail at this point, right? Oh yes, you're yeah. off. You're off trail. You're in the woods. Oh yeah, the mist. Is I have my all... sword drawn. I definitely have my sword drawn at this point. As do everyone's I'm like, I'm gonna have my shield ready. <laughs> Say again, Pearl. Did anyone actually tell me that they were walking away? Because I'm literally talking to my owl right now. I'm not paying attention to anybody again. We'll say for, uh, for we'll say for brevity, a, a, a couple of a, several a few hours have passed where you're following this guy, so you're aware. And every so often, you kind of have to stop, stop, see the the apparition stop, look about, and then kind of adjust and again point and then call you along. He doesn't speak, he doesn't make any sound, um, but and you notice his attire, tight as you as you look at him, you notice his attire is very much like Barovians. Mm. And kind of leading up into into the forest and the mountain. Follow him, but definitely still, still on edge. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm being careful. But... At the ready for sure. Sure. All right. Um, go ahead and give me a set of perceptions. Or wait a minute, uh, who's Titus? Since you are, we'll have you leading because you're holding the amulet. I want right. you to give me a perception check. Uh, 22. Uh, it's not good. Oh, oh. that was not Titus. That was... That oh, sounded I'm like... Sorry, I thought you meant all of us. Hi, Valters. I, I, I did, but then you I did. backtracked saying since Titus is leading because he's sorry got the that. amulet, you guys are all kind of walking together, but we'll go, with that tw- we'll go with that 22. We'll just, say, yeah. we'll just say you had advantage and Tarvis just rolled it for you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know my headphones on, so it's 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 much quieter now. Uh, no, 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 it's not you. It's my phone. I know. There's something else this time. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought, yeah. No, there's not. There's, not, there's nothing I can do. So. It, like I said, it, it'll all be cleared up next week, so. 
Alright, so. Had to get the sirenscape going. <laughs> traveling through the traveling through following this Titus, as uh, you look about in the mist. In the mist, uh, you look about and you see figures in the mist. They, there's about eight of them along the side, along each side. Uh, just kind of outlines and profiles, but they appear to be Barovian. One of them actually looks like somebody from your village who passed away a number of years ago. I slow my step as I'm approaching and trying to give my eyes time to adjust to see if I could make out those silhouettes any better, uh, if I could recognize any clearer the figures that were approaching. Uh, the one, the one you definitely kind of kind of recognize as you is kind of sit there and kind of look at him. His the height, the build, it, it, even the in the face, the facial uh, features kind of faded, like it's a like it's a like it's a. Like it's a fuzzy image. The others are around are again dressed, and you notice that some of them, some of the can't really recognize the individuals, but the overall build and structure is like they're men, women, a couple of children. They're just kind of there in the mist on the on the on the as you guys are walking. Can I tell if these are corporeal or if they're? Uh, give me a history check. Uh, you know in Barovia that the dead don't stay dead because there's nowhere for the spirits to go. You know that the spirits of the dead tend to exist in the mist until the until they're essentially reborn. But even even then, actual. The actual souls are residing in the mist. This is part of the curse of the land. And that no one ever really leaves. So we are with this what I understand this to be we're on the boundary. You're starting to get in there. The mist the mist is, yeah. is around you. Mm-hmm. And as you're walking the the as you're following the child, leading you through the path. The mists are around you, and they kind of, and in, as you guys stay close together, the mist kind of surrounds you as you go. And I would, at this time, I would um, tell the the group to to make sure they stay close to me and and not to interact with anything that they see, and just stay close as we go through, um, and tell them what I understand of the history. Of, of Barovia and what I think we might be dealing with here. Yes, and as the rest of you look about, you see these figures. You see the and the the, the they can't make out specific details, but the fact that there are several and they kind of wander through. Some of them appear to be keeping pace. The children look like they're playing, like they're playing hide and seek with you as you walk. The uh, every so often you might get someone who kind of is like trying to like hey. Wanting to call you into the call you into the mist, 
But um, Titus, Titus's warning still sticks through. It's like this is, and you kind of as you continue along. Um, I'm following his advice. He told me to stick close. So I'm like almost too close to him right now. Like, I feel the it. breath on the back of my neck. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 for, for the rest of you, this would be very unsettling to see these figures in the mist. Oh, yeah. And after a little while, you, you're starting to feel the evola- uh, elevation as you start to come toward the, the, the trees are thinning out. The, mi- the mist is still there. In fact, it gets thicker as you progress. And you start to... You start to ascend up through this uh, crev- uh, up through this uh, path that's leading into the mountains and at some and as you round a bend you see a figure sitting on a stone appears to be an old uh, appears to be an elderly elderly man who who happens to be sitting there and eyes you as you come up Do I see the the guide still walking past? The guide this is still individual? the guide is still walking, and at some point he stops, and like, because he acts like a child, he he kind of looks at the old man, a moment, and then looks back at you, and then continues to continues to go, and the old man kind of looks at the child and looks back at you. It's just a for a walk. Is that a, a certain language, or... Are you out for a walk? What you walking? Oh. Are you out for a walk? You're fine yeah. with metal. That's a strange child you got. Oh, the lead, the guide ahead of us? Uh, do you see any other children here? Not at the moment. Alright then. See, that's a strange child you got. You out for a walk? Uh, yes, yes, just passing through. To where? To the other side. Sonny, you don't speak very good English, do you? Is your comment that's your comment is very hard. It's, am I not speaking plain? Where are you going? Are you out for a walk? Out for a walk. Where are you going? That way. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, what are you doing, sitting here in the mists all by yourself? I was out for a walk, and I heard. Where and I decided to take a break. Where are you going? I'm heading into the valley. Fine. You mean the valley of Barovia or somewhere else? Yes. It's good trapping there. Where have you come from? The valley. You came from the valley, and you're going into the valley? I was out checking traps. I was coming through the mountains. You know, there are a good bird up here. Condors, ravens. Can I check insight on him? Sure. He seems a little strange. I'm just having, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I, I am as well. Uh, ten? He seems... He he seems really odd. Yeah. But not hostile not, odd or no. like he do, okay. he doesn't he doesn't come across as hostile but okay. It, it's it, it's almost you almost get the sense that maybe he's messing with you a little bit. Okay. 
But he doesn't. He 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 doesn't come across. He's not. He's not coming across as malicious. Okay. You could come with us if you like. Depends. Where are you going? I, I can't remember. What, what's the name that we're? What's the name? The name is uh, Paradon, but I'm a little apprehensive. Like, yeah. Do we want to tell him when we're going? I want to. Uh, I want to ask him what's the name of the city in or the town in the valley that you're going to. Ah, probably heading over to the Abbey. They like to. They they sometimes need things. I trap things. Well, Rose doesn't mind saying the name, so she says we're going to Paradon. Paradon. If you want to help me, go ahead. But that's what she just did. <laughs> oh. Right. He said. He said. He stands. He sits there. It's like. Oh. Good luck to you then. And he gets Have you up. Been? And he can. He starts to walk down the path, away from uh, the opposite uh. direction of you guys. When he said that, uh, do Ilvia know that? Uh, did, not, did, do Ilvia notice that he knows something about Paradon? Uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll a per an investigation check. Can I roll as well for investigation? Uh, yeah. I mean, unless you want to assist. Sixteen. Sixteen. Eric, did you want to assist or roll your own? Um. Okay. Right. Then go ahead and roll. Go ahead and ro roll it again and take the higher number. Yeah, sixteen's my higher. Okay, sixteen's your higher. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way he said that, and as as the rest of the group tries to look for the child, and you and you kind of look back, you notice at at first he walked kind of like an old man, until he got to where the mist is kind of blocking out his his silhouette. You see him straighten up. Almost like a young man, and then vanish into the mist. Well, did you just see that? Call after him and say, "Who are you?" <laughs> no one there. Like he's already gone now. <laughs> but you notice the the way ahead of you, the mists thin. Okay. I would suggest that we should continue following. The, yeah, the, uh... is, the, is the kid still there? Do we? Is no, our he's guy he's still there, there, but he's okay. kind of he, he's kind of got us, you know, impatient impatient kid. He's got his foot tapping, and he's like, because he doesn't understand what I'll the start to... what, what the deal was. Like, let's go. I'll start to follow yeah, him again. Did he not see the? Did he not see the guy? He did. He stopped. He looked at him. They nodded at each other, and then he continued to walk. You guys stopped and talked to the old man. He didn't. He didn't stop. More than just a nod and continue on. Then when he realized you weren't following, he was standing there, impatiently waiting. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, did Did the old man look at all like the individual that was laying on the road? No. Okay. No, he was. He he. By all accounts, he appeared human. It just is mm -hmm. an older gentleman with a, with long beard. And kind of, kind of, as he walked by, he kind of he was kind of walking like you know someone who's in there, who, who who's too old, who should be too who uh, should be too old, kind of had a little bit of hunch to him, and, and kind of walked through. And it as Yuvia, if Yuvia sits there and tells you this, once he got into the mist and got to where it started to fade away, he straightened up and then vanished into the mist. 
Mm. Would I would I know anything about what that was? Like how that? I mean, since I'm from Barovia, you could try. Go ahead and uh, roll a history check. I've been rolling uh, really well tonight, so I'm sure this will go exactly <laughs> like I we all have. Uh, Thirteen. Barovia has a lot of mysteries and a lot of folk tales, a lot of stories, but. This one, it's very rarely do you hear about people who have actually ventured into the mist, come back mm -hmm. to talk about it. Mm. So you're really, you're really not sure, because mm. you know venturing into the mist is typically not a good idea. And right. here you are, walking through the mist, following this this individual, following this spell. And it's like this is just. It's, you, th you thought your life, you thought dot times in your life were weird. Mm -hmm. This one, it just seems to be one weird thing after another, and you're kind of just getting caught up in the ride. Okay. But you continue to ascend. Mm. Hours pass. It's colder. And eventually, you pat you. Eventually, uh, you come through, and you start to descend. If you've crossed the crossed the mountain, boy's still following. But uh, go ahead and give me perception check. Ooh. Nineteen. Twenty. Ooh. Not natural. Twenty. Wow. Twenty nineteens. Okay. Okay. This is what happens when we leave Barovia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what the problem was. I'm getting out. Yes. Okay. As uh, you hear in the distance, chiming of bells, like clock tower bells, or yes. like 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 Abby. Oh, okay, clock tower. Like like a clock tower. The number of bell, it appears the number yeah. of bells appears to be that if it's like six o'clock. You notice the little fi the figure of the boy who's been who's there. His attire's changed. He's no longer dressed like a Barovian, like someone of Barovia. His clothes have shifted to they're a little dirtier, but they're not as they're not farmer's clothes. Like almost like a, a, a city, like a city type clock. And as you hear the bells of the clock over the, over the, over the, over this, over the dim, you come up to a rise and the, 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 and you look over and you see lights in the distance. The path continues to down into rolling hills. And as you look out, you see a city. That's the lit. Big city? It is. A huge city. See the lit you see in the distance a huge clock tower with four faces, and the faces are somewhat illuminated. And you see that it, it it's hard it's very hard to make out the individual numbers along the clock face. But you see the and you see the hands. Given the bells, it's it's almost like it was telling time. You hear, you hear call, you hear hoof, you hear the echo of hoofs 
hoofs and wheels on cobblestone. And the, the boy continues to walk toward the walk toward the city. Eventually you come in you, you step into a city. And the fog is still there. It's very thick. But not as thick as it was when you were traveling through the mist. But there are lant lamps that appear to be gas-lit lamps. Cobblestone streets. And you see people walking about. All kinds, all, all various races. But And their, their attire is... Um, women are in dresses with hats. Men have cloaks and hats. These hats seem very strange to you, Ben. Do I see a sign that says, Welcome to Paradigm? No. Yeah! <laughs> no, you don't. I was kind of like that then, too. We walked into the city? You're on the outskirts, walking in. As you come is there into... like a is there like guards or a gate or anything like that or no just a main you, you walk large? onto a main you walk onto a path that uh, as you get closer goes from my uh, dirt into more more of a a stone uh, pathway uh, there's people walking about you see individuals that that could be some type of of city guard that you've never yeah. but their attire is is a little little odd you're not sure what it is how do you mean odd like what what's what's odd about it uh like i just i guess i don't understand what you mean by odd it's a totally different culture that we've never seen right yes we're we're talking uh the women we're talking the, the fact that the men are in, in in suits and cloaks and tall hats the women are in very very muted color dresses uh, would that not be that wouldn't be normal not for someone of Theros. If you think about, but for us, we're like uh, medieval-ish type culture, and, and I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah this and one. We're like literally walking into like London. Okay, no, that's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah. For for to to kind of help, my... kind of help with that description. Yes, you're essentially walking into what appears to be Victorian London. Okay, that's fine. I just, I don't know enough. Like I don't know if there's any other towns that I just don't know. You know, so. Mm. I don't are know we if that's, getting, that's a, it's a different thing or not. So. Are we getting any strange looks as we are looking at these strange... Uh, like, are we noticing anyone noticing us because we well, obviously I mean, are a little... Uh, you maybe, see... Maybe, maybe a little heavier armed? You and see, you, you do see, the, uh, you see tieflings and, and, and you see a couple of tieflings, a couple, a couple of tiefling males uh, wearing the, wearing in their attire, um... Yeah, you, do, you see a couple of little tabaxi children running around, dressed in the same attire as the little as the uh, figure that has led you there, and uh, you do get a few odd looks, and the looks are that of y'all. You don't belong. It's it's that it's that that looking down on you because you look very peasanty. I was like dirty. Com Maybe yeah, dirty peasanty <laughs> compared to them. Davos so, is not very happy with this town. And He's dealt with this kind of thing before and doesn't like it. I just hold my head up high. I don't care what they think. 
So can everybody else see this guide leading us? As you cross, at, at some point as you crossed into the outer bits of the city and get sucked into looking at these sights and sounds of, uh, of, of, the, of, the hor of carriages and horses uh, coming along, people walking about um, and whatnot, you get the you look about and the guide has vanished and the amulet has stopped glowing, which... Okay. You you appear to be in the city, and the city is huge, and you kind of just walking about the city and seeing and, and taking in the sights and kind of getting an idea. You hear you hear signs flowing in the uh, in, in the in the wind in a slight breeze. Uh, you can you hear creatures, uh, wolves and whatnot in the out, outside of the city. Uh, howling or whatever, but the biggest thing you know, the biggest thing is the fact that the fog is fairly thick here. You don't, you can only see a few feet in front of you for any particular distance. And so as you're trying to get your bearings and walking about, it gets later and later and you're, you're kind of just in awe, it kind of just out of your element. Um, Could I can I, be like the first person I see and just say, where are we? Yeah. Can you tell us where to go, like for uh, places to stay, and uh, tell us a little bit about the town we just got here? Uh, you stop a you stop a you stop a woman who is, is walking, and she kind of looks at you, and you're in Paradon. And why would I care where you stay? Well, I'm saying I'm new here. Can you tell me where? Um, like a hotel or inn is. Not that I care for. And she kind of just wanders off. You'll find that. You said there's um, city guards? Yes. Uh, you walk up. They uh individuals with um, wearing uh, wearing suits and, and, ha and they appear to have whistles and appear to have some type of badge. Look, they're a big one. Is it possible for me to use my military rank, my my class feature, um, to it says you can invoke your rank to exert influence over other soldiers and requisition simple equipment or horses for temporary use? Would that mean that I could also get information from them as to where an inn would be, or 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 is it just getting equipment and horses, or could I even do that? Um. It, it, in more of a military type setting, but this is um, in this instance because uh, it's so foreign to you, you're not sure. But you do you, okay. you do make the attempt. Okay. And one of and, and one of them is looks at you as well. I there's a couple of places to stay. I would say you probably want to head head down head head down these uh head down this way, and he gives you directions to kind of lead toward toward an inn and he's he seems he seems fairly fairly nice um the he has he has a bit of an accent mm -hmm. uh, but it doesn't doesn't take away from being able to understand him and he's fairly friendly but he he here he he tells you it's like excuse me I, I need to continue on my patrol and kind of leaves you with those directions can uh, i roll insight on him the only reason i ask is because um, I was told 
that things in this town are not what they seem. So. Mm. Okay. Good idea. Uh, I just want to make sure that he's not giving me directions someplace that's going to be bad. Of course, I rolled a natural one. So, it doesn't really matter. As you can tell, <laughs> he was telling you everything is the gospel truth. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> At least you tried, right? Yeah, oh, well, man. I got to try. That's exactly oh. right. So. So as you as you uh, attempt to follow those directions, of course you, you're trying to make sense of how the city is, and as you go about, uh, there's a swirling mass of, of thick fog that makes it difficult to see more than a few yards in any direction, that and seems to distort the sound somewhat. Somewhere in the distance, you hear the slow gonging of the clock again, and as you hear that, you keep close to each other as you pass. Uh, as you pass various alleys and whatnot, and then you hear something. You hear a scream. A woman's scream. And as it peaks in its shrill sound, it stops. Kind of gargles. Silence. And that's where we're going to end tonight, and we'll pick up again next week. Chance <laughs> <laughs> to draw my weapon! I have been learning too well from Jason. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Hey, I had a planned stopping point. I just had to get there, but, you know, let's ask guards where to go and all this other stuff. So, you know, hey. Hey, I like just randomly wander through a town. I don't know where I'm going. I'll get lost. I mean, come on. <laughs> What's your sense of adventure, girl? <laughs> that is, that is, I mean, I, I but think now, I'm but I am smart in some ways. <laughs> oh, we got a lot of positive feedback in the chat. Thank you, everyone. Uh, yeah. So this is where we'll end for tonight and we will pick up again next week and start to investigate that sound. And now we are in the city of Paradon in the land of Zeresh. And I'm sure there are many questions abound as the fact that as to how you got in and out of Barovia. Titus, you're definitely confused by this thing because as far as you know, no one has ever left except for Vistani. Yet somehow, some way, shape, or form, you managed to pass through the mist into another land. Hmm. But uh, yeah, we had to manage to keep that humor and the darkness and all that fun things. We can take a couple of minutes and get some, tell me what you guys think of the session. And by all, feel free to add your theories on X, Y, and Z. Well, that was interesting. It's so many little elements. Like, I would love to know that guy that, that was in the mist. I want to know. I, I almost said uh, that Pearl followed him. God, yeah, it is. He said he sounded like he was messing with us. Like, Good luck. Okay. What's, what's, what, what do you know? What do you want to share with us? What insights do you have? What yeah, kind of I, warnings? I definitely feel like we missed a couple of major points with that guy. It's like there's there's too much that, uh, you know, we were trying to figure out, and uh, hopefully it doesn't come back to, to bite us like a dark. He, he got away from us a little too fast. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. He got away really it was fast. just like, oh wait, he's gone. No, come back. 
probably because I didn't let him know so he didn't stay any longer. <laughs> Could be any number of things, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> uh... Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I got to meet a new a new NPC character, and I'm sure that conversation was a little weird. I kind of have expected it to be Rick Tavio for a second. Mm. No, no. Just for a split second, it was like, I wonder if this is Matt Lillard. Mm. <laughs> okay, that'd be fun. <laughs> messing with us. I don't know. So yeah, it's got some a lot of a lot of praise in the chat. Well done, uh, funny group, uh, awesome, great use of the mist and crossover. Um. <laughs> Glad they enjoyed it. Would be cool if Matt called in for a stream. Yeah, that would be that yeah. would have been really awesome. But maybe oh, maybe wow. someday someday I can have enough notoriety. <laughs> Good lord, that would be amazing. A lot of things though, but you know, I mean. The story was good. We we managed mm. to kind of move through. Granted, it wasn't wasn't a lot of combat this time. I took a little easy on you for combat, but did you know? Thank you. Yeah. I did not. Well, we'll get with there. our roles tonight, I'm really glad we, we did yeah. that. Because we yeah, right. yeah. It would have been, yeah. uh, been no boy. And, and and to be to be fair, and I will be completely fair with you. I did was I was rolling on the random encounter table, and no. unfortunately. Uh, you that where you where your roles were not that great individually apparently the 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 the, the power <laughs> of the dice flowed through and was able to keep you from <sighs> dealing with some stuff and got to layer in some interesting little you know elements because as, as i've always said con encounters don't have to be combat encounters can be anything where you interact with the environment yeah. you inter yeah. a dead body a, per a conversation picking yeah. up a trinket out of some random part of the ether I like that. It was, it was all fun. Um, I'm still very shocked, though, that Pearl did not draw attention <laughs> to herself and have us get attacked because you're like calling out for an owl and stuff. I was like, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. That was like party right now. Oh, you could have totally come over and just tried to hush me, but you guys didn't. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> We were distracted by the dead body. <laughs> I was looking for shiny things, sharp things. We were I'm still distracted party. Yeah, I, I'm still expecting that that symbol of Paylor is 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 going to have some unexpected uh, outcomes. So, you know, sometimes sometimes a trinket is just a trinket. Doesn't have to be everything's doom and gloom, but on the same token, being being your backstory is from Verovia, that's not a bad philosophy to have. Yeah. Well, trust me though, if I ever get a chance where like if, if I had like rolling that one on my silver dagger and I, I lose like drop it or something, I'm totally pulling out that amulet and throwing it at something. That's fair. <laughs> so uh, we do have a we do have a question that came in from Professor Chili. What is Titus's god? Being being a paladin, who is who is Titus uh, faith aligned with? Well, given that he didn't really come from uh, you know a lineage of a paladins, uh, but kind of happened into the position with uh, the older paladin training him after his father's uh, death, he took on the uh, 
the militaristic training, the uh, desire to, uh, especially with his uh, loss of his parents uh, and all of the attacks uh, in, in the village, he took on the desire to really just, you know, kick out evil wherever he could. Uh, and that's really... But a paladin still has a deity they draw faith from because they do have some powers that are reminiscent of clerics and clerics mm. draw cler and both paladins and clerics get their powers from a divine source. So uh, is it one of those things we haven't determined yet mm -hmm. or is it uh, one of the or what was the faith of the individual who trained you? I don't remember that being in the notes. It wasn't in the notes. Yeah. Okay. So we know we it could be that they that person didn't tell you his faith he just because you right. were so you were so interested in learning and he was wanting to teach that your faith will the the source of your faith may come for all we know it could mm -hmm. be paylor mm -hmm. but right now being someone of barovia everything's kind of questionable oh, yeah, we'll see how that goes any other quick questions in the chat? Because I know these wonderful people have been up for a few hours and would like to go to bed at some point. So I don't, so I won't, don't want to infringe on their time too much. But as always, uh, thank you each of you for choosing to hang out with us and do this story. It's awesome and amazing, and I really uh, thank you to the community and to the moderators and everyone else in the chat. You guys are awesome. Been keeping it going. There's a lot of cool things that have happened in chat. I've only been able to skim it, so I couldn't react. Uh, but uh, we'll kind of keep it as spoiler-free and whatnot as things progress. Because uh, you guys can all be in the chat, too, if there's questions that come in. Um, reminder that Scuba and the Rye on Tuesday nights, 9 p.m., uh, we're going to talk about New Mutants and some other things that come up. I apologize for last week's episode. Hopefully, we're not going to have those issues. But the preview, but it is up on our on the Scuba Studio YouTube, so by all means go check it out there. Uh, thank you again, Sirenscape, for the soundboards and background musics. Uh, Going to keep working on this sound set for our next uh, next session, and next week at 10 a.m. Eastern we do have a new adventure or a continuation of the of the adventure with Twilight's uh, Twilight's last gleaming. Some of the players want to continue to see what happens so we will see how that journey progresses where we left off with them they were still in the shadow fell they had just defeated loradak and now they were trying to assess what they were going to do next and then of course next saturday at 8 p.m eastern these wonderful people will be back and we will see what happens in in the city of paradon as they've just heard a murder Murder. <laughs> a murder. <laughs> oh, there were people in the chat saying that they were thinking of Sherlock Holmes because of this. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, I, once once I sit there and put it out, look, we're talking. Yes, this is this does look and feel like Victorian London, and you've just heard a murder Great in the question. streets. Go for it. Uh, Go for it. Uh, Kevatari said, uh, when is Twilight's last gleaming? Uh, that will be starting up set Saturday, September 5th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. We have a there new... We don't have... Uh, some of our cast could not come back due to scheduling commitments. 
that they have an open invitation to return. But I can say we do have a new cast member joining. Somebody uh, I'm sure quite a few of you will be happy to see play a game with us. Uh, and that is partially why it's at 10 o'clock in the morning because I want to, I'm courteous of his time zone. Ah, you can't say anything. That's spoilers. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I can see that look on your face, on your, on your face, Garrett, where it's like, yeah, the, light, yeah, the light's yeah. coming on. It's oh. like, oh. <laughs> I got you. Nice. Oh. And with that, uh, what is that? There was, yeah, that was a charity stream for Twilight's Last Gleaming, which I should have get all those up on YouTube this week so y'all can watch it. They'll be in, in five segments because that was a 10-hour stream. That was a 10-hour game. And it was yeah. so much fun. And they just wanted to continue playing. So, hey, it works. <laughs> but as always, thank you everyone for hanging out with us. Thank you for all the subscriptions, the follows, the bits, the cheers, the hosts, the raids. All of it. It's all great. And you guys have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe. And we will see you on our next stream. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, guys. <laughs>